Welcome back to Tuesday Take, where we take a deeper look into this week's teaching. Well, hey, and welcome back to another episode of Tuesday Take. Pastor James. Hey, Shane. You doing all right, man? Doing good. That's fantastic. You have a good morning so far? Yes. I was, I was trying to go. I was like, what What did I do this morning? What is the morning entail? Just got up, got ready, came here. Man, that's a – I know you can't see it, but James has a humongous water, ooh, water bottle. That's how you say that. Hydrate electrolyte. How many ounces is that? It is 33.8 fluid ounces. Not as much as I thought. The bottle is big. One liter, yeah. The bottle is big. It's good you're drinking water. Hydration. Yeah, hydration Hydration is a good thing for sure. It's key, man. It is key. It's key. key. Man, jumping into some questions from this week. Uh, this, this, This week's sermon was everything's, I mean, I think the more we talked about in our home group Sunday night, like we're seeing more and more like we've heard these passages all our lives, but now it's kind of like, yeah, but I've never heard it like that. or I've never heard it said like that. I've never heard it, you know, kind of directed like that. And so it was, it was good. It was fun, but it was also kind of telling of ourselves. I think um, growing up, you know, and, and getting older and I, all my life, basically I've seen whenever people are upset, people are mad or anything, they'll, they'll lash out. I've done it. Uh, and immediately after, you know, that, that mad feeling kind of wears off and you're kind of back to being level-headed or someone else is back to being level-headed, the, the phrase is always, I didn't mean it. You, you brought it up Sunday. It was, I, I didn't mean it. Why do you think we jump so fast to kind of justifying what we said in some regards of like, well, you know, I said that because that's how I feel and, and maybe whatever, or, you know, you know, I didn't mean that. You know, I'm not that kind of person. Like, why do you think we jump to that so fast? Um, I think some level we justify what we say is because we don't want to face the consequences of what we said. You know, I mean, I think that's with sin in general. We want to justify it or we want to try to get out of it because we don't want to face the consequences inevitably of what, you know, and I'm sure there's some level of we feel bad, you know, that we want to. And I think now, like, I know Kirsten and I, like, we'll talk about it. And I think we try to be careful with it because I think, like, we always talk about this passage because it's like, dang, if I say it, Obviously, I've been thinking it, or or I've been. It's been in my heart, and so really, what I'm saying is, what I mean. Sometimes it could be, maybe it's not true, but obviously, I feel that way, you know. And so, um, being careful. And so, I think some level we want to justify or get our way out of it, maybe because we don't want to face the consequences of what we just said, or um, we probably feel bad about what we just said, and so we're trying to make up for what we just said, you know. And I think that's. Of course, it wasn't really the maybe the sermon to do it, but you know, I've always heard the illustration of like, and you probably have to of, you know, your words are like toothpaste. You know, once you squeeze it out, mm-hmm. uh, you can't put it back in, and so like once words come out, like you can't take it back. And words do hurt, words do affect, and I mean, you, you can be like like, oh, it's no big deal, but then like, sometimes when you can get arguments or fights or or with spouse, friends, whatever, it's like inevitably it's like, oh yeah, you remember when you said that? You know, it's like, oh, I thought you forgot that, but. I mean, everybody, you remember what was said to you, yeah. especially if it was hurtful or Absolutely. mean. Or, um, and I think going back to, I mean, what's uh, it's in Proverbs where it talks about that there's basically a life and death in the tongue, and so it has the power to to bring death and to tear down or to build up. And so I, I think I think in some of it it's a warning, too, of like, man, our words matter and our words have an effect, you know. And 
And so I think, you know, anytime we try to justify it, we're trying to probably backtrack a little bit. Absolutely. So if you're anything like me, um, I can talk a big game. Uh, Last week, long story short, Wendy's took forever on our order. And I was like, man, Kelly had stopped by, grab it. And it was like 30 minutes. It was, it was way too long for Wendy's. And, um, I was like, man, if I'd have been there out of blah, 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 this kind of stuff. And Kelly was like, I don't, I don't know if you'd have done that. And I was like, no, I would have. She was like, yeah, but like, I've been married to you for almost six years. Like you would have just been like, Hey, thanks for my food. <laughs> and she's right. But <clears throat> why is it <clears throat> most times like in settings like that or social settings or whatever it is, if someone if someone makes us mad or someone hurts us or, or some, we feel, you know, like somebody did something against us. Why is it that either a, we are just don't say anything or B, if we address it, it's like, Hey, you know, this really hurt. You know, I didn't really appreciate that. But with the people that are close to us, the people that we love, whether it's friendships or whether it's our marriage or whatever it is, like, it's like, bam, I'm flying off the handle and, and there's no filter here. We're just going to, you know, duke it out. Why, why do we lash out more so at the people that we love if we really love them, um, probably there's some level maybe of being familiar. I'm just thinking my own experience of, of maybe um, you feel like, well, maybe we can say this. Maybe there's some level, and of course it's revealing of our hearts. But some level, what I say in my home, no one else is going to hear that. You know, if I say something publicly um, or to employees or to uh, staff or to you know, a worker at a play, you know, like I think that scene and they're like, Dang, that's a terrible person. Like, dude, that dude's a jerk, you know, but behind closed doors, sometimes, you know, maybe you don't, or you feel like, or maybe there's some level too of like, we feel like we, um, we're, I don't know, maybe we're more disappointed or more, we lash out at people we love because it's like we have more invested in that relationship than we do others. And so we have more of an opinion. We have more, or we're more hurt by things. And so we maybe are more likely to flesh things out. We spend more time with people that we love. Uh, we probably get more disappointed with people we love, you know. And so there's, so, and of course, it doesn't make sense, you know, when you think about it. You're like, why would you say the most hurtful things to the people you love the most? I mean, it seems like you would say it to the people you don't like. You know what I mean? But it seems like inevitably we, you know, you want to be cordial to people that you don't know. Um, but then, or, or, or maybe sometimes it's, it's you're just tired of putting on a face. And when you get home or when you get with around your friends, you kind of let your hair down a little bit. And you're like, I'm tired of acting nice. Of course, then again, that's exposing more of our hearts. And, you know, maybe we're just nice to people because we want to put on a face and seem nice, but really behind closed doors we're not nice people, you know. And so maybe there's a level of we're, you know, and, or I think it's some level of, you know, what's in us will inevitably come out. And so you can, you, can, you can hold it in around people you don't know, but maybe when you get your hair down, it's like yeah, really what's there starts to flesh out, you know. And I think sometimes, too, one of the things you got to be careful of is uh, another phrase I've heard all my life growing up is like, well, I just speak the truth. You know, I'm speaking it in love, and that's just the kind of person I am. And it's kind of like, well, maybe, maybe that's not it. Maybe you don't need to be that kind of baby. You know, whatever it is. And so I think that <clears throat> I thought about that some Sunday because there's been time in my life where I've been like, well, hey, I'm just being honest with you. It's like, no, I was just kind of being a jerk. And so, uh, well, I think it's you know, like I was thinking about Ephesians. Of course, he kind of says it. You know, of course, he says, you know, we need to speak the truth to one another, and I think the truth's important. 
But then, you know, before that, he says, speak the truth in love. And then he says, like, by speaking, it may give grace to those who hear. Mm-hmm. And it, and it, for the building up of people. And it's like, you know, you don't want to lie to people, you know, and, or or ignore things. But also thinking, like, hey, you know, am I doing – whatever I say to people, am I doing it with the heart of um, maybe – or I was thinking about this. So sometimes, and maybe when we're, like, let's say – if I'll use the example of cursing, you know, sometimes when I say things, I'm doing it while it may be true. I'm doing it because it makes myself feel better to express it. And I'm not, so I guess maybe in that moment, I'm thinking more about myself of like, I just need to say this truthful thing because it's going to make me feel better to get it off my chest. When really in maybe inevitably, I've really haven't thought through how it's going to affect her. Is this going to build her up? Is, is she going to receive this in grace? And so maybe sometimes we don't really, um, I don't know. That was kind of my when you were saying that's kind of maybe my thought of that we're not absolutely maybe not processing it through the how the other people is going to perceive it. Yeah. We're just like, oh, I just need to get off of my chest, you know. And yeah. of course, I mean, Proverbs says this, James says this. Like, the more you talk, the more you're probably going to sin, you know. And that's why he says you need to be slow to speak because words words have weight and words can you know. And we don't need to say everything we think. And and I think some level, some people are like, well, I just say what I think. Well, well, that's not a good. I mean, the Bible doesn't really speak to that. The Bible, I mean, it says you need to be slow to speak. Yeah. You need to think about it. You know, don't say everything that comes to your head. You know, because that's not not everything that comes to my head is a good thing to say. You know what I mean? And so we got to filter that. Have some type of filter. You know, maybe like a biblical spirit filter. You yeah. know, that we don't say everything we think. You know, but some people kind of can just, well, I'm just an honest person, or I'm, yeah, maybe. Um, but like but, I said, or maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe you're a jerk or maybe you just don't, you're, you're, you're using that as an excuse to basically say what you want to say. Yeah. And I think sometimes too, in those moments where I've been on the other end, being on the receiving end of that, like it always feels like it's just an opinion. It never feels like, Hey, this is a factual thing that's rooted in scripture, a factual thing that I know to be a hundred percent real or whatever. It's just like, and this is what I think about this. And it's like, well, I, okay, like I also have feelings and thoughts and opinions. And so like, I think that that's, I don't know, that's always something that I, I it's always like, is this, is this real or is this just what I'm thinking? You know, is this yeah. like what I, and so. And that's hard. And it, I was thinking through it even Sunday, like I was thinking back on Ephesians where it says, you know, that by what what's said is what I say, is it going to build people up? Is it going to encourage? Are they going to receive grace? And so probably thinking through, all right, how is, if I am, if I do have to say something hard or if I do have to confront something, like how, how are they going to, receive it and how can I say it in such a way that I'm being truthful I'm not lying but that I'm saying it in such a way of course some things are hard to say you know if somebody if you're like hey man like you're not doing right you know what I mean that's yeah but I guess like and sometimes rebuke or correction sometimes maybe not always is received with grace you know but I guess seeking I'm like all right how you know how is best to present this to so and so so that they can receive it as best as possible even if it's not something good but um, you know, maybe just processing through what we say of like, how is this going to affect people? You know, my wife, my friend, people I work with, you know, uh, whoever's in our life, you know. Absolutely. Uh, this question kind of came up in our home group some, and, and I think that maybe some of us at whatever point kind of thought about it too. If we are in Jesus, if we are believers, if we are Christians, why do we still have to give an account for our words? Um, so my first thought on that is probably, 
because we know that if we're in Christ, you know, I mean, obviously God sees us the way he sees Jesus. And so what gets us, when I say into heaven, makes us right with God, which gives us forgiveness is Jesus. So I think there is a level of like, well, then, but I think there also is some level that we have to remember is like, hey, what we say matters and there's weight to it. And there are consequences to things we say. And um, because I was thinking about this too, you know, we know that we know there's grace, but we also know that you and I take advantage of grace. And if we, I think there's weight to be like, hey, even though you follow Jesus, like you're still going to have to give him an account to what you said. You know, I think that there's weight to that. I'm like, oh, well, dang, well, I probably need to be careful with what I say versus if it's like, hey, you know Jesus. And so really because you're in Jesus, like what you say, I mean, it kind of matters, but it kind of doesn't. And so you can just kind of, you know, I think you would, I think there has to be some type of weight to us of like, oh, dang, like this does matter, you know, and I, I will have to give an account. We're thankful that I'm the account I give, no matter what I give, is going to be covered in grace. But I think, I, you know, I think there does have to be some weight for us to realize, like, hey, like what I say matters. What comes out of, out of my mouth does reflect, it should reflect the gospel and Jesus and the, the difference he's made in my life. And so I think there has to be some level of weight you know, to that. Now, we know we're not going to be like unbelievers where, you know, I won't be condemned um, because for any of those who are in Christ, there's no condemnation. So, but I think there is a, a weight to it of like you will be held accountable, you know, to it. Uh, or just think about, I mean, you think about, of course, this is compared a lot to, and this is kind of a hard to think through, but, you know, like the discipline, you know, God disciplines those that he loves. And so it's like, I mean, you think about, you know, our parents or whatever, like, while I know that I'll have my parents love, like there's still consequences and weight to things that I do, even though I know that they're going to love me and there's grace there for me with my parents is still that weight of knowing there's still consequences though to my actions or what I say, you know? So I think there's some level, you know, of that. Absolutely. Man. But I, and I'll say this too, I think there's also a level of two. There will be people that will be judged based off and given account and, because they're not in Christ, they will be condemned. Yeah. Uh, you know, because of the evil and sinfulness. And it'll be because of their hearts, you know. So. Absolutely. Man, do you have any additional thought? Anything else you'd like to throw in from the sermon? Um, No, not really. I, I think the sermon Sunday was, to me, it's always convicting when you start talking about words. Because I think Absolutely. all of us somehow, to me, this is a super convicting passage because he's like, like, you can't, like, it's like this telltale sign, you know, that we don't want to, it's like, hey, or I think it was point number two, like, what you say reflects, it basically reflects the overflow of your heart. So, like, you can't hide that. Like, what you say is, like, it's revealing what's filling your heart. Yeah. And so it's like, you can you can say it however you want. I mean, you can, you can dress it up, you can whatever, but it's like, hey, at the end of the day, like, your words are very telling of how, what or the condition of your heart is in. Oh, and I mean, you, you can reflect if somebody's really reflecting on Jesus and, yeah. and, and, and in, I'm not saying they're not Christian. I'm just saying like, you can tell when somebody's like, I'm spending time with Christ. I'm being with Christ versus someone who I would say is a follower of Jesus, but maybe there's been some distance there of not being with you. Like, and I think this is very telling of like, you Absolutely. can say whatever you want to say, but like, what you say is very revealing of your heart, and I, so I think that's what we don't like in the in these kind of passages because you're like, I wish you wouldn't have said that because that's, 
I mean, I mean, you can't argue with it. Yeah. You know, it's pretty straightforward. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to argue whenever it's just the truth. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> this is just it. You know, it's like, okay. Um, moving out of the last question, the know your pastor portion of the podcast, uh, pastor, if you had to just keep one book, like one book for the rest of your life, obviously can not, I say the Bible. <laughs> no, nothing that you use for Sunday mornings. <laughs> nothing you use for that. Like no, you can have all your commentaries. You can have your Bible. You can have as many as you want, really. Um, but like one book that you're like, hey, this has shaped me well. That's probably a better way to ask that. What's the, the a book? If you were recommending a book to a believer or someone who's struggling with what is there a book that you would say this is one that for me really changed a lot of things in my life, other than the Bible. <laughs> That's hard. You know, in some level, I'd want to say it's more of a devotion book, but Paul Tripp's New Morning Mercies, I'd want to say that one, but that's kind of more of a devotion style. I think probably one of the books that impacted me, there's several that I kind of can think about. One was uh, The Pursuit of God by E.W. Tozer. Um, That was a pretty good one. Uh, I'm trying to think. I'd have to go back through my library and look, but. That that one, I don't know, that one just kind of stands out to me right off the bat. I got you. And so it's one that, that you would recommend. I'd recommend, but also, like, I don't know if I'd read it every day. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty heavy. <laughs> it's pretty weighty. I'd, like, read a chapter and be like, I need to mull on that for a week. Because um, usually what AWW is, like, it's usually very deep, and you're like, I need, I need to process that for a second. But it was very impactful to me and a very impactful time in my life. Um. So, yeah, I would recommend people to read it, but um, it's definitely weighty in what he says. I got you. Well, before we go, I got to give one shout-out. Okay. Um, last Tuesday, around 3 o'clock, we got a message on our Instagram um, from just – and it just made me so happy because I, I, I was hoping that this would happen, um, but this is just what the message says. Okay. <clears throat> the Spider-Man movie was the deadly dust. Love, Susu. So, just got to give a shout out. I always know if there's something like from your childhood or anything like that. I always know your mom's going to be like, no, I got it. She's just, she's the best. Yeah, I didn't so, remember that one. So, so thanks, Mom. Susu, we appreciate it. Thank you for listening. And anyone else who's listening, thank you also for listening. Uh, Pastor, thanks for sitting down with us and answering some questions. And again, thank you for listening to another episode of Tuesday Tech.